2: They like to reschedule a lot, don't they?
1: Yeah. Hey, everybody,
2: welcome to our brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. We got the legend, one of the greatest fighters ever. Ween Dog is here, uh, as well as Eve Edwards. Uh, my man, my man Eve is in the house. You know what's crazy, Eve, man? Like, you know, you, I, I think we're pretty good friends. Uh, I consider you a really good friend, actually. And, you. you know, I know you as a comic and as a funny person, as a broadcaster. I know you as a fighter, too. But uh, last night, I went down the rabbit hole of watching Eve Edwards fights. And I forget. I think you're such a nice guy. That it takes, that people forget how much of a badass you are. Uh, it was amazing, dude. It was amazing. I, w- I, was, I was like, holy shit, man. You've had so many wars. I don't think you've ever been in a boring fight.
0: I appreciate that. I think I've been in at least one boring fight.
2: Uh, which fight were you, 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 you? Like the, the, the uh, Ferguson fight? Was that what you say was the most boring?
0: No, no. That one was fun. Um, Darren Crookshank. That was a boring fight.
2: Now, I mean, people that you fought Tony Ferguson, did you think back then that this guy could one day be the champion or be as good as he, as he is now?
0: I mean, going into that fight, of course, I think I'm going to crush the guy, right? And then, um, but after the fight, like, yeah, it was one of those things, though. I mean, yeah, the potential definitely existed, and I recognize that. Um He had a, a win over me. Um It was uh, – unanimous decision but at the same time there were just some things about his personality that was like well it's possible but I don't really see it but like a couple fights later you know that's kind of when you really kind of saw it because I was just his second fight in the UFC um he'd won the ultimate fighter then he fought Aaron Riley um and he stopped Aaron Riley I think he broke his jaw and then we fought and that was his first real test and um I, I mean, he won the fight. He did, he did real well, but like he, he wasn't anywhere near where he is now, but there was potential there. But the, I mean, everybody comes into the UFC with potential, you know? Right. It's what are you going to do when you get to that spot? A lot of people think the UFC is the ultimate goal. And When they get there, they, you see guys all the time, I made it. I made it. I'm in the UFC. I've made, it! bro, you just starting. Like, yeah. you know? So well, it's one I mean, of those I, situations. the end
2: of that fight, you thought you won that fight though, because when they announced the decision, I could tell that you thought you won the fight, right? I thought I won, um, but when I heard thirty twenty seven I knew he
0: won the round that he stunned me, and I do think that was the first. Um, I was pretty confident that he won that round, um, but when I heard thirty twenty seven if I know if i get if i 'm guaranteed that somebody won a round, I know which way it's going right, right. and um I heard two two thirty twenty sevens and I was just like there's no way he won three rounds, so I was a little more disgusted with the scoring than I was with um I, I did think I won the fight but my 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 reaction was disgust with the scoring because I was like there's no way I lost every round there's no fucking way um I, I still get passionate about that
2: kind of thing uh hold on so hold on so uh what's the name yeah now uh oh Tyler you, you didn't get my text brother what text uh coming in at twelve thirty no Oh. You can
1: text me. Yeah, get the fuck out of here, you loser.
2: Um, yeah, because we got we got we got Vince also. Oh,
1: yeah. All right. Oh, hey, guys. you
2: guys. No, you, 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 you saw it right. So I'm I'm not tripping. No.
1: no, yeah, I just I just thought. Oh, cool. god, can damn you come it. back at 12:30. I just woke up like 10 minutes ago. Oh, I'll I'll be.
2: <laughs> I'll I'll be. I'll
1: yeah, I'll be. come back at 12:30. See you. No
2: take it easy, Tyler. Um, another one of your. I mean, first of all, there was something I saw on it, on YouTube yesterday, which I never even knew. It said, watch Eve Edwards beat three guys in one day. And oh. you're fighting in like a high school gym. It looks like there's a volleyball tournament in the background. There's like dodgeball. And you're fist fighting three different guys. You beat all three fucking jacked white guys. What, what, what the hell was that? How, does that even count? Like, what, what, what was that? It's
0: not on my record. It's, um, it was this tournament in Houston called the Dungo. Um Rich Clemente did it. Uh some Carlo Prater did it. I think a bunch of guys from the Houston, Louisiana area did it. But um I the crazy thing about that is I had one more fight scheduled and I was just like I saw there were two guys fighting, they were both bigger than me. One guy was probably about a buck ninety-five. At the time I was a lot smaller. I was probably walking around like one sixty. But um it was a guy probably like a buck eighty-five, and then this huge dude probably like two thirty, two forty. And I had just fought three times already, and I was thinking to myself, "Man, the big guy's probably just going to lay on him and win." And I don't want to deal with that for the rest of the day. So, like, whoever they were, they were like, "When if this fight fights Eve Edwards in the finals?" And I was just like, "I don't want to fight that big guy." So, like, I'm tired. I don't, I don't even care. This doesn't even matter. And so I, I forfeited. And then the little guy won. and I was like, "Fuck! I should have fought that guy."
2: So you actually <laughs> fought four times that night. I could have, but I didn't.
0: know. Yeah.
2: Oh my God, that is—I mean, now who do you get paid for that? Who signs you up for that? There were like little kids running around.
0: Yeah, that no, tournament. that was a tournament that you paid to enter, so it was. um
2: And it was, it, it, and it was, it was, there was, there was no gloves.
0: There was no gloves, but like you weren't supposed to punch people in the face, but people did.
2: There were—I mean, there was plenty of punches going on. Yeah,
0: but not to the there's there, it was illegal to hit people in the face.
2: But. Oh, okay. It it happened. It was in 1999, and it was like you were – who were your coaches? How did someone just bring you to that tournament? Like somebody said, hey, you're going to fight three different guys. Do you even win any money if you win, or was there any kind of –
0: I don't even remember. You won some big trophy, um, and I don't remember if there was money on the line or not, but it it couldn't have been worth it because I only had one more fight to fight, and I could have won the money, so – it just wasn't worth, it wasn't enough to be worth it. I was, uh, I was watching
2: that going, holy shit. Uh, yeah, was fun. That was awesome. And then there was another fight you had where you were wearing knee pads, but not like regular knee pads. You were wearing like hockey knee pads.
0: Yeah, they were, that, was a, that was a Pancras rules fight in Dallas. Guy Metzger put it on. He had, um, he was the king of Pancras at the time, I believe. Or at least he was fighting in Pancras. And this was back when Pancras was very different. I don't, I think Pancras is more MMA now. But it used to be. I mean, it was MMA, but it was it was it had these weird rules where, like, you could grab the ropes if you were like in a submission, and you you could grab the rope and get released from the submission. But you had three of those. You can only do that three times, you know. Um, and you wore shin guards and and boss boss was the king of Pancras. I used to watch all of those fights and and guy Mexican those guys used to fight there. He, he he had he got it set up in Texas where where we could do that. And um, I yeah. fought this guy named Todd Justice. And um, he's actually one of the guys in the other video you talked about. I think the second guy that I fought in that video, he yeah. came because he thought he was supposed to beat me. And that fight in the shin guards happened first. Right. And he okay. thought he was supposed to beat me. So he came back to do it again. So I choked him again.
2: Oh, he, oh well, he was, he was mad. I mean, you could tell, like, you kept kicking him in the stomach, and he got you could tell he was angry and just charging you. You might have been the only black guy in the whole building. And it was like they just kept lining up white guys to beat you up. Uh It was – it was crazy.
0: Yeah, that um, I don't know. It was fun though. I don't know. They um the thing about the the thing about the the shin guards, the pancreas rules one. That was a real setup. So <clears throat> guy Metzger brought all these guys from the Lions Den, right? And they were all in one corner, and then all these other guys. And uh, I would fought in this building a couple months before. A guy had told my coach and some other people that he didn't really know me at the time. He's just he just he can just kick. He's not very good. He can't do everything else, right? And, um, so everybody in my locker room was supposed to lose and everybody in the, in the lion's den locker room was supposed to win, but I was the only guy in my locker, I was the first fight and I was the only guy in my locker room to win. Everybody else lost.
2: Wow. No, I mean, those were the, those were like, uh, so do you, I mean, I I think about like your life, man, you've seen it all. Uh, there's nothing like can really surprise you at this point. I mean, when you, when you're fighting in high school gyms, uh, like full contact against for no money i mean i mean you're like our, our real man's man you know Bro,
0: i gotta send you i gotta send you a clip a highlight or uh, my very first highlight video has some fights from the things you're talking about but has a bunch of other fights they fought in uh, like rodeo arenas in fort worth where the ring is out in the middle of the rodeo arena so we're walking across the dirt to get to the ring <laughs> um I fought a couple of wrestlers up there. Shoot, Frank Trigg was on that card. Frank Trigg fought on those things, some of those things too. Wow, in Dallas. I, um, I
2: still think Frank Trigg's the most underrated fighter. I think he just ran into Matt Hughes, but he he was a good good fighter, and he was good yeah. at everything. He just he just had some bad luck, you know. Just one of those guys who just had some bad luck along the ways. Um, and he's a good ref. He's good. Just a good over, just good over, good overall guy. Then um, I, I didn't even know you fought all.
0: Yeah, that was a long time ago. I mean, that was much more recent than this, but that was probably like 2004.
2: And you were beating Masvidal, and then he just caught you with a head kick. Right. You know what what about
0: that fight? Early in that fight, see, Masvidal, at that time, he had fought some MMA fights, but really, watching training for him, and I knew of him. I had met him a couple of times. Um, We hung out a little bit in Costa Rica a couple months before that. But um, he was just known as the street fighter, right? He had skills. Like, I, I gave him that uh, for sure at the time. He had skills. But I never really – and I see him throw some low kicks, but I didn't think kicking was a part of his game. He threw a head kick early in that fight. And it was just like – it was really messed up for me because I remember thinking, I've never seen him do that. Like, that's not a factor I've even brought to this table. So, like, that's really screwing with me. And um, it's, it's just kind of messed up that that's how he ended the fight because – Honestly, I'm like, I wonder if I would have prepared for that, if a fight would have gone longer, if, if I had just expected that. Because it just wasn't on my radar. Even though he did it once early in the fight, I just, I don't feel like I prepared for it like, like that. Ar- I'm Ar- not Ar- saying Ar- I would have won, Ar- but Ar- I'm just saying Ar- like, what if he still caught me with the same technique?
2: But wouldn't, I mean, not to be a guy who knows anything, but wouldn't you prepare for head kicks anyway? Isn't that something you prepare for?
0: It's, it's something that you recognize, but like literally when you're preparing for a guy, you want to take away his strengths. Right. Right. And yeah, that's, that's, I mean, of course, because if he threw the first head kick and I didn't block it, then I could say that. I mean, not even could say it. I could say it, but I would be an asshole, but I could say I didn't, I didn't even consider that. You know, I didn't consider it, but I was aware of these things. I knew it was a possibility and it could happen. Right. Right. But just coming out of that guy who has good hands and I've never seen him throw a kick above his waist ever before. So I'm just like, it doesn't register. And I mean, he, I think he probably threw like three of them and the third one caught me. But like, I blocked the other ones, you know? Um, because I'm aware of those things. I just wonder if I didn't read it properly right. because I wasn't expecting that out of him.
2: Vince, how do you have a hundred thousand dollars worth of equipment and you can't get zoom working?
3: Can you guys hear me?
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> like- you
0: got a green screen and
2: everything.
3: Dude, the so, link that you sent me was like broken, bro. It kept saying like invalid. That's the
2: reason it worked. what happened to me last time. but oh, it worked for everybody else this time. It's cause that yeah, link is meant and it the just worked phone. Worked this
3: time too, so I don't know. So we but got, I tried it on my phone and on my PC and it wasn't working for either. We
2: got Vince, Michelle, you know Vince, right Eve? What up, Eves? Yeah, yeah. We've traded a couple times too. One time no yeah. see, brother. What was yeah, it like training
0: Vince? I taught, I taught Vince, I taught Vince the perfect shit technique.
2: <laughs> poop
3: I fucking, I think I told Adam about it too.
2: <laughs> what, you don't know how to shit? No. It's, yeah, tell me about that, tell?
1: dude. I need yeah. some of that.
3: You can't not tell us the perfect shit
2: technique. What, what happened here? Okay, so what this? you do is you <laughs> sit on the toilet
0: and you relax your anus. Yep. And blow your nose. Just blow your nose. Yeah, That's it. You, but you have to make, you have to keep your butthole relaxed the whole time. You do this every time you take a shit? No, but oh. when I need to, it, 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 it comes through. It's handy. Isn't you it have handy? Had those thing? times where
3: you got to like, you need to go, but you got one of those shits that just lasts forever, man. The every single time, bro. The sneeze technique. Wow.
2: Um, so yeah, no, by the way, so I, uh, thank you for that. Uh, you know, <laughs> I saw that you were an expert in Kung Fu, right? Does, does Kung Fu work?
0: No, (laughs) no,
2: it's good to learn how
0: to be flexible. And, you know, I'm sure some of the cool things that I've done or one of the cool things that I've done at some point Kung Fu maybe helped just a little bit. It's like an ingredient in a recipe, you know, you could do without it, but if you have it, it makes it a little bit better. So maybe, (laughs) maybe that's the case, but like, does it
3: work? No,
0: it doesn't work. It's garbage. It's foolishness.
3: Not unless you're fighting someone that also knows the same technique of kung fu, and yeah, that looks, cool. looks cool, and that looks cool.
0: Take longer, and then you walk around like doing all these hand motions <laughs> that really aren't effective at all. But isn't yeah. is Chuck like Norris somebody how badass Chuck you Norris, like
2: a black belt in kung fu, and he was like the the man.
0: Chuck Norris, though he used to he used to do um, kick, he did kickboxing. Is he a taekwondo? He did, like, no, it was it was karate. It was full contact karate. karate, at karate. And also, we've like actually been in fights, styles. you know? Okay,
2: okay
3: so... Um, you're- and
0: is a black belt for, from um, John Jack, from Machado's, Carlos Machado.
2: Wow.
3: wow. Yeah, he's a just Red black belt, Vince, too.
2: Elsa Red Vince, you never wore a gi in your life?
3: I've worn gi like two times, probably, but not for jiu-jitsu. I've done it for judo. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because I had a judo instructor, uh, Cliff, who was an Olympic judo guy in, uh Epic John's when I trained at Big John's when I was when I first started training. And he would teach me some judo
2: and then you never wore
3: a gi eve
0: i have worn a gi probably yeah, a gi. 15, 15 20 times in my life i don't like training the gi i've never trained in it like seriously and competitively or really try to get better uh you put, I, put, I put a I put a gi on and any purple belt with good gi chokes and knows how to control the gi will give me a hard time probably catch me with especially with some of those collar things but um yeah, I don't like the gear. I don't like how it slows down my game.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like grappling in mud.
0: Yeah. And I feel like if you could grab my sleeve, mm-hmm. I should be able to punch you in the face. That should just be fair.
3: That's my of rules too.
2: Um, now, uh, I got to now Now, there's a uh, story that Boz Rutan was a big hero of yours. And after one of your fights, he invited you in his car. And it changed your life.
3: Oh, what happened to this car?
0: (laughs) That fight is on YouTube, man. Um, so boss was talking to one of my coaches. He, he was, yeah, he was in communication with one of my coaches. He was coming to Houston and I was supposed to fight in Dallas the same night. And, um, the promoter that I was going to fight for, he, at one point he'd paid me. He, he did not pay me properly. Um, what was agreed upon and, um, he snuck out of the place before we could get a hold of him. But anyway, um,
2: Comedy show. I was going to go
0: back up there. He claimed that he was going to, you know, give me the money that he owed and then pay me again. I was like, I'll go up there, but I'm not going to fight until he pays me. Anyway, boss is coming to town, and I'm thinking, um, well, I'm not going to go up to Dallas because my boss is my hero, and I wanna, I want to meet him. So I go to the arena where boss is going to be at, and um, I walk in the room, and I'm like, hey, if anybody doesn't, they're doing a rules meeting. I'm like, I brought my stuff, and this is in 1999. Texas, when you could just do this kind of thing, and I just walked into this, to the fighter rules me, and I was like, if anybody doesn't have an opponent, I'll fight him. I just walk in there with my bag, and um, probably like twenty minutes later, my roommate comes up to me and he's like, hey, did you see the guy you're fighting? And I'm like, no, and he's like, man, he's like 6'2". he's Jack, he's big, and I was just like, okay, and boss was like, Eve, Eve, you got there and you win this fight, I'm going to be like. If you go out there and you lose this fight, I'm gonna be like, "Fuck yeah. these people! They don't understand what it means to get in there, what it takes." So, so it doesn't matter. To you know, just go and do your thing, have fun. Anyway, I just light this dude up with leg kicks, and um, <laughs> and he, he quits. Ultimately, he quits, and um, and then boss jumps in, boss corners me, and he jumps in the ring, he picks me up, and he trots me around the ring, and then he goes in this guy's face, and he, like, wiggles me in his face, like, na na boo boo And then that night, we go out. I hang out with Boss Root and Marco Huas, and we go to some clubs in Houston off of Richmond. I can't remember the name of the club. But um, Dan Severn was in town for some reason also. And um, <clears throat> him and Marco, Boss didn't like that. I don't think Boss liked Dan Severn, because he was just like, what's that motherfucker doing in here? And he was like, he was just like, he was, like, kind of angst. And he, he he, I don't know. I really believe that he was going to go try and start a fight with Dan Severn in the club. Wow.
2: <laughs> <laughs> who, who 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 do you think would have won? Can you imagine?
0: It's it's Boss and Marco Huas in a street fight against Dan Severn. Dan Severn's going to lose. I know, but just Dan versus uh Boss in a street fight, probably Boss. Because in the cage, probably the Dan problem, Seven because
2: Prabmaga yeah. and all that stuff and.
0: No, just like boss. Boss is
3: creative, and he'll use his environment. Yeah, <laughs> he's that kind of guy. He'll throw a fucking. He's that kind at your of face. guy. He'll like Davenport's just shit.
0: gonna try to wrestle him and sl- yeah. take him down and slam him on the ground. Boss is gonna pick up a speaker and drop it on his head.
1: <laughs> speaker.
3: <laughs> I can see Davenport just being Davenport just being like, <laughs> or Severn just coming at him like that, and then Boss is fucking grabbing something, just like. Ping!
1: Yo, no, no, Vince, like
3: you arrested,
2: uh, now Vince, you got arrested, what, 12 times before you were the age of 23 for street fights. Were you a fair yeah, street fighter or did, arrested, you, did you use, uh, your environment?
1: You bite people. I, know,
3: I use weapons, bro. Like, I was small, so if there was like a bigger dude or if it was like a, like it was typically like a rumble that I was in, so there was like multiple people fighting, I would, I would grab shit and bash people. I honestly had a hockey stick that I cut in half that was like two foot long sticks that I kept in the back of my trunk. <laughs> <laughs> when we've gone to Rumbles, I would go through crowds and hack legs. What do you, you would just Ninja see Turtle? people drop behind me. Huh? You're
2: like a fucking Donatello, the Ninja Turtle? Like, what do you No, but you? it was just
3: fun for me because I, I don't know. I never liked just fighting one on one. I just like attacking whoever the fuck came around me. You know what I mean? I was just, I, just, I was just like attacking. What is the
1: biggest instigator of all these fights? Like, what was the cause of them?
3: Just high school bullshit, dude. Fighting with, like, we were skater punks fighting with jocks. And then they would talk shit. We were the same party. And then, like, it would just be like 50 people in a parking lot fighting. And it would just be Rumbles. You ever use It'd your fun. skateboard? Yeah, I've bashed people with skateboards. I actually – uh <laughs> in San I was reason why he couldn't bring skateboards to school anymore because I fucked some kid up with mine. <laughs> we then, were like – But then
2: that ruined your skateboard, no?
3: No, nah, I hit him with my chucks. <laughs> um, but, like, I split his fucking head open, like, all the way atop his head and then down to the side to his ear. And they called the cops and shit. And the only reason why I got away with it is because, like, I was small. I was in – it was, like, nine – I think it was ninth grade – and I was like, I think it was like five two or 5'4 in ninth grade, right? I was tiny. And this dude was like already six feet tall. And he was picking on me in like PE. So I was like, I'm going to fuck you, dude. I'm going to attack you. Just wait, motherfucker. And then between classes, I like shoved him to his locker. And he got me in a headlock. was like, you little fucking punk. I'll kick your ass. You can use your skateboard. And I was like, okay. So I took my backpack off and I fucking whacked him. And then like he went down. And then I just walked to class, right? Because shit was over. And then I got called to the office. And they were like, what the fuck? And the cops came. And they were like, what happened? And I was like, well, he told me I could use my skateboard. Like I explained everything. They're like, did you say you could use a skateboard? And he's like, yeah. And they're like, really? He's like, yeah. And I was like, told you I fucking used it. And they're like, all right. And that's the only thing that saved me. Like, that's the thing that got me out of it the whole time. He admitted. What kind of school is that? Well, you said he could hit you with the skateboard. So he did. I mean, what? Like, I mean, (laughs) Okay. Well, it wasn't like malicious. Like I just came up to him, and hit him. Like we were in a fight and he was like, you could use a skateboard. So I was like, okay. And I fucking Why, took What kind of idiot that tells the other guy, his opponent, he could use a skateboard? Like, I don't know, but i I took advantage the of that. Big shit. confident guy. <laughs> yep. I swing that thing hard too with all my might, bro. Like all my five feet, four inches of might. I swing that shit. Woof. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> man, I, I love,
0: I love the fact that like fighting, like I, fighting solves everything. I don't care what anybody says. It really does. I love how in the state of Washington, like, there's a mutual combat law. Like, yeah. Vince and I are walking down the street and we don't know each other and we bump into each other and we start, <laughs> like, John, like, we could, we could just agree to fight. You wanna yeah, fight? We could fight? Yeah, motherfucker, I'll fight and then we can just fight and the cops will be there and they'll just stand there and watch.
3: Gentleman's duel, like from the eighteen hundreds. Yeah. Wow. yeah,
0: that's why that dude Phoenix Jones used to walk around in that, in that, in that uh, or
2: Phoenix Jones. I don't know his real name. But yeah, was Phoenix, his, I think I he got busted for like meth or something. <laughs> I think he
3: like, I think. He, <laughs> oh my god, dude! Yeah, I know you're guy, talking about. I'm a, I totally forgot about that shit. Bro. Yeah, he was the guy that dressed up
2: as a superhero. But I think he turned evil. Yeah. Like, you know, like when like Superman went bad or something. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. With Wasn't him. it?
3: I thought it was like when the what was that? It was. I thought it was like one of those teen movies came out and then he started doing that shit. Oh, right. Yeah, kick ass. Kick yeah, ass. kick ass. Wasn't it a kick ass?
2: Yeah. 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 <laughs> but I think he got arrested for something crazy. Joe, if you can look that up, what Phoenix Jones got arrested for, because it's something where, like, not very superhero-like. Um, now I gotta ask you, Eve, one of your fights, when you knocked out Jeremy Stevens, you're the first guy to do it. It looked like, did you know his strategy was just gonna be come at you and just fucking bang at you? I mean, he
0: throws big shots. You know what I mean? And, um, he doesn't he didn't put things in combination back then. He would um just kind of wing it and throw these big lunging loop loping shots. So style wise, it was just a bad matchup for him, you know. Um kind of the same thing with Cowboy Cerrone, but Cowboy just like leg kicked him. Like
3: Yeah, he was like jab, me, hook, leg kick him.
0: Yeah, for me it's just like it's easy to avoid things. I, I've always been that kind of kid, you know. I grew up in the Bahamas. I um like I sp- and I spent a lot of my time, like, I, I don't know. It's just very different um, growing up in the Bahamas. Like, we would we just hang out, play ball in the middle of the street, um, cl- climb trees and eat. Like, we'd sit in mango trees and just hang out with our friends, pretend it's a spaceship, and eat mangoes all day. Like, literally just eat mangoes off the tree all day so uh, I, I don't i don't think that's what game. it is
3: though i he's honestly eves i think you just have an ability bro i think you just have an ability
0: i think it's one developing. of those just
3: natural abilities like eves mind he has like a cunning mind right so like his fighting like he excelled at fighting because of his mind, right? Like Eves, the way he thinks, So you'd see it in the way he fights. Like he has a different mindset when he fights. Like he's very creative. He's always. Oh, you knocked different.
2: out Jeremy Stevens because you were in a, in a mango tree as a kid. I, I don't, know, I don't understand. Well, just all of those things kind of came together.
0: We used to play these games. Like we play this game we call it socking, right? Where we'd take like it'd probably socking. be like bar soap so and a sock,
3: bar soap and a sock, and beat each other.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. I don't it like, it it. know. It like, like, <laughs> it's pretty violent. It's like it's like anywhere from six to 15, 20 boys, right? 28, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13-year-old boys. We, we stand around, and one guy will take a tennis ball and throw it up into the air, right? And then people will run away. Some people will stay in the middle. But as soon as it comes down, whoever catches it, you can throw it at anybody as hard as you want, right? Uh, <laughs> so, like, we used to play this game, and we used to play all these kinds of games. We used to play a game the called King South Square. You, um it's like dodgeball where you, where you throw the ball against the wall and you can catch it. You have to catch it with one hand. Um and if you don't catch it or if it touches you, you have to touch the wall before someone else can grab it and hit you with it, right? So all these little things I think that kind add up. Before. I've so like we we would like, we'd play those games and like who would throw the ball at me and be like six, eight feet away and I'd be able to dodge or they'd be a little further than that and I would catch the ball and throw it back at them. But like, I think like those playing those kinds of games kind of develop like reflexes and whatnot, you know? So like being in a fight, I was able to see things. I feel like I was able to see things, especially after training for it. Um, I'd be able to see things. And also you learn how to read bodies. You know, Vince, if I if I were to stand in front of Vince and just move my hips, he could tell you exactly what technique I was going to throw. You know, he could look at me and go, that's a jab. That's a right kick. Or oh, you're going to switch kick, you know? Um, so you, you read these things really quickly. And then I think between situational experience, yeah, the developing this, the skills of fighting and having this, this background as a kid and, and playing these little games,
2: you know, um, I think those things come together and they help my fighting style. It's, it did seem like you had the shorter punch against Jeremy Stevens, like you guys were both punching, but you were throwing straight punches. He was throwing looping punches. And usually the guy who lands first is going to win that fight. Am I correct? Yeah. I, um, I'm really proud of that one too, though, because like, like technically,
0: um, he throws the big right hand and as he's throwing it, I'm weaving under it and the punch goes over my head as I'm throwing my right hook at his. And it's like, and you see it, like I'm looking it in, like my eyes are on it, my hands up, everything's right. I was real, I was really proud of that moment as I still am when I watch it. That was like
3: a perfect, like, duck hook right
1: there. By the way, Phoenix Jones was arrested for selling MDMA and cocaine.
2: Oh, okay. no, that's all? Nah. Not much of a superhero there. So,
3: <laughs> Maybe that's the way, why I feel like a superhero. Man, he's he's a all fucking right jacked up.
2: You know, you know what's crazy? That mango story reminded me of – I used to, play, we used to play butts up. It was called where you throw a tennis ball against a wall, and then if you try to get it, if you drop it, you got to You got to run against the wall, and someone throws the ball at you, right? Sort of similar to that – so there was this bully yeah. in my school in third grade, Matt Craft. He was the toughest kid in the school. Like he was tall, skinny. I think he was like his parents left him. Everyone was scared of Matt Craft. I was a horrible at throwing. I could. I, I played baseball. I could never get the ball from third base to first base. I was third base, <laughs> but some reason Matt Craft fucking did it. I threw the ball and hit him right on his head, like, and everyone's like, <laughs> "Ooh!" So he comes running towards me, and all my friends just get the fuck out of the way. He like parts all the kids. <laughs> And he runs at me, and I had been watching wrestling my whole life, WWE, so I put him in a headlock, and then just started like punching him like this, and, <laughs> and then it went, it got broken up, and everyone's like- Did you
3: like stomp too when you had him in the headlock? Were you like- <laughs> I was him, like,
2: everyone's like, Adam Greenberg beat up Matt Kraft, like the whole school knew it, right? And so then everyone's like, like people are like picking me up, and I'm like the hero, but he's like, after school, you're dead, so I'm like, fuck right i'm all tidbit, <laughs> like after school like i thought i got lucky right like, so you already I beat out. you i thought it was over <laughs> yeah i right i thought it was over so i walk out and then i'm with like three of my friends he comes running at me walking towards me everyone just leaves me i'm like thanks my friends left me again and then i just like was like fuck it and i just double-legged them and started like ground and pounding them right and uh but then i'm like i couldn't believe wow. i was actually doing this to matt craft again so i got up i'm like fight's over fight's over right because i was like quit while you're ahead So then I walk off, and he gets up, and he just kicks me in my ass as I'm walking away. Uh, And then his sister came and kicked me in my ass. So I got him and his sister both kicked me in the ass, right, who ended up dating later in life. But anyway, so I I walked home, and I cried because I thought I got beat up by Minecraft. And I went home. I told my dad. He lifted me up. He gave me a hug. Next day I go to school, I found out that I won the fight. Everyone was like (laughs) – sometimes, like, you surprise yourself. Have you ever surprised yourself in a fight, Vince?
3: Um, I have actually. I've surprised myself a few times in fights, and but not like in the fight. Later on, when I watch it, I'm like, "Oh fuck, I did that," you know. Like, I've I've had a few moments like that.
2: Is where... that when you flexed?
3: Angelkawani? Uh, no, <laughs> that was kind of a bad one for me because I wish. Ah, oh, man, I wish I knocked him out in the second round. I kind of wish I would just Mark Hunted and just stood up and walked away because I would have got a knockout probably out of that. But I fucking woke him back up hitting him. But I've had I've had moments where like I don't know where. I can think of one of the Njaquani where I was fighting him, where I was kind of playing a jab game with him, but I was, like, jabbing and dodging his jabs, and I couldn't really see. I was just kind of like – it was just kind of instinct at that point. But I don't know. For the most part, it's just instinctual stuff that I just kind of do. And I can't really describe besides, like, I'm throwing a punch, and then I block as I'm throwing. Or someone, like, you know, I throw I throw overly, like, a overhook, or a, I overly throw my weight into a right hand, and I lean too much, you know what I mean? And then instead of me getting caught – I slip it or I, my other hand comes up, you know what I mean? Like, reactional stuff like that. Like, that's the kind of stuff I surprise myself with sometimes.
2: Yeah. Now, uh, there was one fight I was watching years, Eve, against Oliveira. Uh, you beat the living shit out of this guy, <laughs> but he would not, they wouldn't, like, you must have hit that, that fight could have been stopped 80 times and he would not go away. Is that, how frustrating is that for you as a fighter to just beat not somebody frustrating up? at all? Really? Masaki was the ref. That's why he
0: didn't go away.
4: Oh my god!
0: He was just—he was, yeah. He was getting beat up, but like, h- like, how hard is it, hey Vince? How much energy does it take to beat somebody up?
3: Right, it takes a lot, and it takes. Even no, I mean more when when
0: when you're just beating a guy when you've trained for a guy and you're just lighting him up, like how yeah. much energy does that take? It's not it's doesn't take much then you know
3: oh yeah no 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 when you're when you're like relaxed no but i've had moments where like i'll rock people and then i'm like fuck and then i blow my wad you know like those kinds of moments. I was, I was thinking oh. that's what you're talking about i was like fuck I, i've done that
0: i've um so I, honestly i haven't had that um for a long time i had it once when i was fighting for a guillotine and i like, burned my arms out but um because i came up boxing i I really didn't have that like my fight with aaron <laughs> Riley. I hit him with some shots. I I was just lighting him up, but, like, just kind of staying behind the jab and just creating your openings off of that jab, that really helps. Or That helped me a lot. But, yeah, I've never had one of those moments where I'm, like, where I've hurt a guy, and then I go after him, and I don't finish him, and then I'm tired because I've never done done that. I've never, like, just poured it on, not finished. No, actually, with Riley, I poured it on, but I wasn't finished because, like, um, just throwing that jab, staying on the outside, picking my shots, hitting him with big stuff. And there are times when I just need a, br- a breather, but I never felt like just drained
2: afterwards. I felt that that, that blood pump in my arms that, that slowed me down. By the way, I forgot to tell you guys. Yeah. So Joe McCorkle is going to be calling in, and he's doing a, a McCorkle Minute, where he's he's doing a comedy routine roasting fighters for, uh, for, for a six minute? minutes. For, so let's not interrupt him when he goes into his routine. Okay, um okay. But uh, he's been working very hard on it. But there was, like, your fight against Cody McKenzie, Eve, you had him out, and the ref wasn't stopping it, and you started flapping him around like showing the ref this guy's out, right? Is that what was going on? No, he was that, I think that was just his body
0: um convulsing. Like he was unconscious. You know, um I was telling the ref that he was out, but um yeah, I I I think that might have done something to him, man. Seriously, I think he had like no oxygen to his brain for a couple of seconds and and it was enough to cuz I don't think he's been the same ever since. I don't I think he was a little bit off before that. But, um, I think he really kind of fell off and, and kind of. Were you worried that you might kill him? Um, no. Cause if, if he, as the, the second he stopped moving, I was, I would have let him go. Right. That
3: dude, Cody, you talk about Cody McKenzie, right? That dude, yeah. uh, I feel like he was like such, damn, I hate to say it, but like kind of a waste of talent, man. Like that dude was so good and he had so much potential, but he kind of just like fucked it off partying and doing his own shit. You know what I mean?
2: Well, he would come into the, uh, into the octagon wearing basketball shorts. And like not having a mouthpiece. Or well, it
3: like, wasn't that, but that dude would be like walking out to the cage with a beer in his hand, kind of guy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he, just, he didn't. He didn't like put it. He I don't know. He may. He was just one of those guys that was really good at it. He was like a Michael Phelps, right? He's like super good at it, but he's like not that interested, right? He's like one of those. Yeah, kinds I mean, of guys.
2: you could probably do that in Alaska, though. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's
3: true. Now he can't fuck. <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean, imagine he would have. He would have got a good at other moves as good as he was in like the guillotine, right? Imagine. Cause it seemed like he relied on the guillotine almost every time he fought. He did,
3: but honestly, he didn't really have to rely on anything else cause that thing is so good. Like, his But it, he, but it like, didn't work
2: against, it didn't work against a lot of guys so A lot of guys figured that yeah. out. Like,
3: that's how, true, but it's, it's a, it's a, it's still a really good thing. Like, it's, it's hard a, it's to a, striker, you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: I'm not trying to take you down. So, like, we're not tied up.
3: Um, yeah, it's different.
2: Now, against, uh, against, uh, Josh Thompson, because he was known as being the punk and kind of being, you know, shit-talking and cocky. Was there animosity in that fight?
0: Mm-mm. I like Josh. We knew we were going to fight um before that. But, um like, I saved my shit-talking for after the fight. I don't know if you watched that fight. It's on Fight Pass, I'm sure. But if you watch the post-fight interview, it's like what I had to say to Joe, you know. It was like, you know, I really wanted to win this fight. I'm sure Josh wanted to also. We both prayed to God.
2: God just likes me better.
3: <laughs> oh, <goodness. laughs> oh fuck!
2: then <laughs> I know some of your fights you walked out with a do-rag and other fights you walked out with a cowboy hat uh yeah, no I never I
0: actually never walked out but I did have a uh, uh um a, a bandana on like a uh, like uh what's that the, the the cowboy thing where they rob banks and shit. The, right.
3: Yeah, the robber mask like a yeah, robber, the robber
2: mask. mask. So I've done that before. Was that because you're from you, you grew up in Texas and then you wanted to have a cowboy hat? So the first time I did that, so okay, here's the thing.
3: <laughs> How's the Texas coming out of him it is starting to get to him?
0: <laughs> this is where the cowboy hat happened. Right? So the girl I was dating at the time, she um she we had to go she we we're going to this um what was it? A junior league meeting. And she was like, no, she, she was trying to network, right? And she's like, no, it's a really good thing, networking, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. So I was like, I don't really want to go to this thing, man. Cause it's, it's <laughs> Texas. It's a bunch of cowboys, you know, oil people. And, and so I was like, I'm not feeling that. She's like, she asked me to go. So I was like, all right. So we go to Cavenders. I buy some boots and I buy a hat, right? And, um, remember the whole, we're in Texas and the whole belt buckle thing. So all these dudes, she's like, I'm like, are these going kind of to kind of guys are going to show up with big belt buckles? She's yeah. like, yeah. I was like, all right. So I took one of my title belts and I put that. I wore that all night.
4: <laughs> oh yeah!
0: <laughs> so I went in there with my cowboy hat, my, and uh, you know wearing a suit, and then this big championship belt. And um, everybody wanted to talk to me about it. It was it was it was fun, but like <laughs> it was not it was not my vibe. It wasn't my my crew. You know, it wasn't my people.
2: So you were like the original little Nas X. <laughs> yeah.
3: That was just his party trick for the for the party.
2: Yeah, yeah. with without, well, the, without the you know. The limp wrist.
1: Uh, <laughs> Without the right, limp the limp
2: wrist. Hey. A Nice way to say it. Boys, okay.
1: I'm gonna take off, right, guys. It was nice what talking happens. to you. I gotta take a shit so bad right now. So you know. Um, yeah.
3: Don't forget to sneeze. Oh, Thanks. I'm actually gonna try that this time. But uh, yeah, yeah, guys, I hope you guys, nice don't talking to to you Water in your bowl, It's a Relax,
0: relax <laughs> and blow your nose.
3: Just relax your right, butt, right. like, like you're about to let it just fall out, and then I'm gonna live stream sneeze. it on Twitch. All right, guys, talk to you later. All right, later. Now, bits, what music do you walk out to? Um, I used to walk out to Slipknot, and I walk out to uh, Highway to Hell by ACDC.
2: Oh, nice. That's awesome.
3: Yeah, I changed it. The Slipknot song was, like, for me. And then, like, when I walked out, I could tell people, were, like, what the fuck is this crazy shit? You know what I mean? And <laughs> then uh I was like, all right, let's fucking change it. Yeah. I was, like, I was talking, and I was, I was actually talking to my coach, because he's been trying to, he wanted me to use, like, Bad of the Bone and shit. And I was like, eh, I don't know. Like, I like George Sorgerson, that song, but nah. I was like, I Tyler, what did
2: Tyler,
1: What did you walk out to? My my first fight, I walked out to Lamb of God, which is like <laughs> <laughs> was that was great.
3: like my Slipknot song. <laughs>
1: when Vince, so when Vince cornered me, I put in I put in a Revolution song, which is like a chill like yeah, it's cover like a reggae, band, like, like a it was a cool kind. good song called Celebration. Like, all right, let's go. It's supposed to be all happy. They they fucking played Fetty Wap. <laughs> I really got my Did you no. know that shit
3: happen to me? One of my fights too. I was uh, I was fighting, I was fighting for uh, respect in the cage. I think in Pomona and uh, shit. What's that little guy? Uh, damn. What's a not Andre three thousand? What's the other little guy that was in the Black Eyed Peas? Uh,
1: Black Eyed Uh, uh Will. Ah. Will I Am.
3: Yeah, Will I Am. Will I Am was like the DJ, guest DJ, or whatever that night, right? Oh shit. So I had my music. I'm like, hey, who do I give my entrance music to? I need this song to come out when I come out, so motherfuckers know it's me, right? They're like, oh, he's the DJ. Get not give it to him. And I was like, he looks familiar. I was like, is he like a? I'm like, who is that guy? i like, oh, that's the uh, Yada yada. And I was like, oh, cool. And I was like, all right. So I went up to him. I was like, hey, like, here's my music. Like, when I walk out, can you play this? And he like didn't even stick his arm out or nothing. And then I was like, like, here's my music. And I kind of like shoved it into him, bro. Like, here's my fucking music, dude. Like, play yeah. this when I walk out. I'm the fifth fight. Like, play this when I walk out. And fucking nothing, right? Some dude grabs it. I walk out. They end up playing, like, some, like, straight-up mariachi music when I start playing. <laughs> I'm
1: like, what the fuck is going on I here, I would have rather dude? had that, dude. I would have rather had some banging mariachi
4: dude. music coming out, dude.
3: I know, but i just like, what the fuck? I'm like, fuck Will A. And like, I, he probably thought I was trying to give him, like, my mixtape or something. So we have the legend with us, a guy who, uh, who
2: submitted Mark Hunt in 49 seconds, uh, a guy who is a college basketball player, a great father, uh the man the myth the legend he has his own fight promotion where he has pillow fights with women uh, uh this Sean awesome.
4: McCorkle, how are you man doing all right can you hear me yeah how's everything going doing all, i'm all right man i'm looking at uh i was looking at my uh little face in the camera here actually my big face and like i know the camera like adds 10 pounds but holy shit i look like i ate like five cameras so <laughs> uh, if you if you like, go up, I don't know. if you go up to the top right
2: this should say um uh, the speaker view and then there's another kind of view right uh
4: right if, if you if you press that you could see all of us oh i thought you were just going to give me an app to make my face look leaner and skinnier um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, man no it's all
3: perspectives bro it's all I pers- perspectives i guess the good,
4: the good me- Snapchat. <laughs> i guess the old uh you know the old saying is true is if you uh, take a bunch of human growth hormone and testosterone and other steroids and then also eat a bunch of ice cream and other like bread and stuff um, that uh, your face will get fucking huge.
2: <laughs> Dude, my favorite player. thing you ever said was uh, when you were fighting Pujanowski
4: and the guy said, what, tell us what you said. Well, oh, there was a lot of stuff, but uh, I mainly I kept saying, uh, <laughs> I kept saying that uh, it, was, it wasn't going to come down to who was better, you know, at striking or wrestling, grappling. It was going to come down to our, his steroids better than mine <laughs> um, because we were obviously both running them. And uh, his ended up being better than mine, um, as it turns out. But uh they also got, a, they got really upset with me because I have what appears to be a Nazi tattoo on my chest. It's not a Nazi tattoo, but it's an eagle that covered up my ex-wife's name, which, you know, I always say it just, all I did was cover up the name of one ruthless dictator with a symbol for another. Um, but uh, I, uh yeah, I covered up her name with an eagle that I thought was a Roman eagle. Turned out it was a Nazi eagle, apparently. I didn't know the Nazis had an eagle, so, uh, which I'm a quarter Jewish, so that, uh, that was great for my grandma to see, who was, you know, full Jew and. Um, my, actually, my grandfather, um, died at Auschwitz, which was a little weird, you know, like, uh, for them to be together, uh, for that long, but, uh, it was his own fault because he fell out of the guard tower. Oh God. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Um, but no, the, uh, yeah. So they asked me if they're in Poland of all places. They asked me, um, they asked me, um, if I, like it was a Nazi eagle and I was like, Oh no, it's not, I'm not a Nazi. I said, I do hate gypsies though. Uh, just to get that on the record, and I thought Gypsy was a lifestyle, like hippie or carny, or apparently it's a race in Poland, and a very big one, so Wow. Um, I had to apologize. Yeah. For hating gypsies. I said they, they like stay on the outskirts of town and try to trick me out of my money, like, or whatever. I thought it was like, I didn't know it was a race. I thought it was just like, hey,
1: but you're not wrong, know.
4: bro. You're not wrong. I've seen those fuckers different. too. I've seen those fuckers too. <laughs> right. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So, I mean, it does happen. They told me they're going to foretell my future. If they would have told me my face was going to be this huge, I would have uh, stopped eating carbs a while ago. But, um, <laughs> but after you beat you know, after
2: you, uh, renounce your citizenship, right?
4: Oh yeah, I uh, yeah I wanted I knew the crowd was going to cheer for me cuz Pujanowski's like a national hero over there so uh I told him it was done. Poland was now my favorite country even over the US. Thinking that nobody in the United States was watching or would care because I'm fighting. But uh yeah, that was the uh that was the headline on MMAfighting.com. McCorkle uh, defeats Pujanowski in first round, uh declares Poland his favorite country over the United States. And then everybody like started hating me and started like, you know, like uh going off. It was terrible. Okay, Sean. Yeah, how dare I? But you go out of
2: whole quarantine by the way. Uh
4: I kind of just do what I want, man. Like I don't um I don't really follow the rules per se. Um so um like I don't really care about the quarantine or whatever. I still I still go to the store. I still go do what I want like me and my girlfriend uh still go to the park and do whatever we want. And people are usually just too afraid to say anything, you know? Um I think uh yeah, to me or whatever. I don't know. Um so yeah, we it's been all right. I mean, I I don't do a lot anyway. I'm kind of a homebody anyway, so it works out.
2: So we're going to give you uh, the McCorkle Minute, which I can't wait to
4: see. Um, do, you right. want us
2: to, do you want me to spotlight you so it's just you see yourself or do you want to see us?
4: Uh, I'd rather see you guys, but I still don't know how to do it. And if you do find that app for a skinnier face, I would uh, <laughs> I'd like to find it. Um, All right. Well, so know, them, what was that? Uh, what? They have a fat one. They say, might have a skinny one. You would think, right? They got an old one, a young one or whatever. But, uh, yeah, they do. The, old, the only, only guys good guys news. Are, one and just, just only
0: sell it to
2: Sean.
1: There you go. There's oh. one called Manly, Body Muscle Editor Pro for Men. By the
2: way, Sean, just so you I know, is, you obviously that know Eve Edwards. You got Eve Edwards here. Uh, right. You got, you got Vince Pichelle.
4: I, and I was actually just, dis- I was disappointed when I saw Eve was on here because like I was thinking, uh, okay, we get it, M.A.R.O. Roasted. You're not racist. We get it, you know. It's um, <laughs> got the best uh, brain for the arts? You remember when Shab said that, right? <laughs> I don't
2: know. You know okay all right well ladies and right. gentlemen, so, the funniest person i know uh hilarious dude um ufc legend bellator Stop! Legend. you're giving me a big head stop uh give it up for sean mccorkle everybody right. sean mccorkle Woo! yeah
4: yeah all right i'm gonna kind of read these but pretend like i'm not so <laughs> uh let me think <clears throat> let me see let me see let me see um
1: all right, i guess so right out. i don't know if you guys
4: seconds. saw uh i said it's now it's the mccorkle 45 seconds yeah mccorkle silent 45 seconds i was just trying to put these in order i kind of ran out of time um all right i was watching this week uh air um air was um was interviewing uh scott coker you know and he was saying um asking scott coker does he take any joy in, uh like the problems ufc has had you know where they announced they're going to be four fights they're defiant we're going to do this and they get shut down and um you know then it's like okay now we're gonna do it on May 9th and they get shut down again so Eric asked us Scott Coker if uh he took any joy in that you know in the interview like because you you know belts are stayed low-key they haven't really said a lot and I actually have a quote from Coker um he said uh he doesn't find anything funny about uh the situation at all that single thing he said nobody should be laughing at this tragedy um this thing is more than just a uh, severely disappointed the fans, uh, this is going to be a thing that could destroy an entire TV network. And even worse, it could very well begin, signal the beginning of the apocalypse and the end of the war, uh, blah, blah, blah. The end of life as we know on this planet.
3: Um, Jesus.
4: Oh, I'm sorry. Wait a minute. That was, uh, that was actually a quote from Coker talking about Brendan Schaub's Showtime comedy special. <laughs> <laughs> I was confused on that one. Um. I've been uh, really disappointed, like, during this whole coronavirus, honestly, like, with like, not just our politicians, but the citizens as a whole, you know, like, how soft this country has gotten, you know, I mean, it, it hasn't even killed as many people as uh the regular flu, you know, the coronavirus hasn't, and in a lot of ways, the United States is starting to remind me of, um, you know, Diego Sanchez, like, you know, we used to, Diego Sanchez, like, we used to, the United States used to be like a young Diego Sanchez, and like, we were tough, full of life, optimistic, now the U.S. is currently, like, uh, like the new Diego Sanchez in 2020, old, tired, at least half Mexican, and uh, we're being managed by a retard. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know if you're supposed to say retard, but it's, I actually like Trump. I mean, not as much as Lombard does. Not as much as heck Lombard does Trump. I do like Trump. Uh, he's mostly because it's comedy. That dude is the funniest dude, intentionally or otherwise. He's the funniest person I've ever known. He is pretty great. Yeah. He Man, he says some funny stuff, but – um I uh, I was happy that he announced, you know, finally a recovery plan. They announced phase one uh, of the recovery plan recently. And uh, part of which is they're not going to allow more than 10 people in a room at a, the same time. I guess that's like part of the deal, like no more than 10 people in a room at the same time. And within five minutes, I swear to God, of them announcing that, Brendan Shaw tweeted out that his comedy tour was back on schedule and he'd be <laughs> out next month. All right. <laughs> Continuing on the theme of the coronavirus. Um, <laughs> You know, I saw Trump say the cure can't be worse, uh, than the disease, which is true. You know, like they can't, you can't have something, uh, where, you know, what we do to try to prevent it's going to be worse than what the disease would have done anyway. Um, I'm just thankful to God, uh, that the cure isn't, uh, Brendan Schaub's comedy <laughs> special because there's nothing worse oh than God. that. <laughs> right? So I don't know. I really try to need to, uh, oh, speaking of what's surprised my last Brendan Schaub one uh, until I think of another <laughs> one, but, um. Yeah. You know, um, I've actually been casting a role in a movie. Um, I was excited about it. Like, I, I didn't even, it kind of just fell in my lap. I wasn't even looking for it. It's going to be a huge blockbuster, too. It's got Ben uh, Diesel, The Rock, and it's actually a spinoff. Um, and it's actually, I'm going to, again, it's going to be called The Fast and the Buy Curious, The Brendan Schaub Story. <laughs> oh. And so, uh, I, I, the only downside is I have to gain another 50 pounds to play Brendan Schaub.
1: Ooh.
4: <laughs> so, they want my face extra puffy. That's what they said. Um, <laughs> But, um, oh, yesterday, Adam, you know, my son, I was disappointed. I told you my son's, uh, basketball season got, you know, they were going to be state champs literally in the regionals. They had made it to the final eight teams. My two nephews are on it. They were brokenhearted. Their entire season got canceled. So I've been trying to make it up to him. And he said the other day he wanted this official authentic Kobe Bryant Jersey, you know, uh, like signed Kobe Bryant Jersey. And I was just like, dude, without everything that happened, I mean, can you imagine how much that's going to cost? So we were looking through on eBay and I want to make it up to him. And, uh, I told him, I said, you know, I don't know why you want a Kobe jersey. Like, he's not even one of the best players of all time. And my son said, yeah, Dad, but he's one of the greatest rapists of all time. Oh. So, um, <laughs> you know, and I told him I had to remind him of uh, Bill Cosby, um, you know, or whatever, that <laughs> Cosby's a far more Bill prolific Cosby. rapist than anyone thought about him. But uh, I did see in the news I was upset that uh, 10 women had come forward. You know, 10 women came forward the other day and said that Bill Cosby didn't rape him, that they lied at trial or whatever. And, uh, to me, that's like so unjust because no man who has raped 85 women should ever be accused of raping 95. Yeah. yeah. I think that's ridiculous. Yeah. So, um did you guys watch, uh, I assume you guys watched UFC 248. That was the last, uh, that was the last live UFC with fans, correct? With, uh, Joanna young Check fought, uh, Wing Chili or, I can't remember the yeah. name, Wheelie, I guess, Zhang Wheelie. Um Wheelie. Something like that. So, um although, um, I talked to Matt Hamill and he said, uh, he didn't notice any difference between that and the next event, which was odd, but, um, no, I like Matt. He's good guy. So, uh, Yoana was fighting, um, Wang Yi Lee, and you don't remember the big hematoma on her head. And I couldn't help when I was watching that, uh, fight, I was like, God, I have not seen anyone give another person that much head since the last time Brendan Shaw was on Joe Rogan's podcast. Um... <laughs> <So>, uh, <laughs> John, I don't know if you follow her on Instagram. I don't, but I'll pretend like I do for the joke. Um, but I was watching her Instagram, and John has been – she posted a 100 pictures of her face all battered and beat up and just terrible. I guess she thinks she's going to get fans doing that, like gain fans or sympathy or whatever. And uh, Greg Hardy was actually saw that. And he was quoted as saying, if posting pictures of battered women on your Instagram would get you more UFC fans, I'd have been doing it with every girlfriend I've had for the past three years. I don't know. So – you realize how awkward it's going to be for me to go to a UFC event if anybody sees this? <laughs> you remember when Brett Rogers beat up his two kids? You remember that? Yes. yes. Should have used I War Machine for that
3: last joke instead of him.
4: Yeah. Damn it. You know what? I actually did, and I forgot it. I had War Machine top down before Machine said he could beat them all. but. Um, and then there was another rape joke, which I should leave up. Anyway, um <laughs> Joanna um, – oh, so uh, – you know, we're talking about Instagram. I don't know if you guys follow Paige Van, Van which I don't either, but uh she's been posting a bunch of naked pictures of her boyfriend or husband all yeah. over Instagram. Like I'm pretty sure her followers aren't looking for naked did that baby just disappear? No, go on. Go <laughs> so it uh she literally disappeared. So okay, um she's been posting pictures of her husband or boyfriend naked all over the internet. And uh, like none of her fans wanna see that. I can't imagine wanting to see it. Like uh, if I want to see naked men, I'll just go to church with Mayhem Miller. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> and uh for real though, like mayhem spends more time naked uh, inside churches than I did in eight as eight years as an altar boy at my local Catholic church. <laughs> like I got molested. I don't know. Um <laughs> back to Van Zandt, uh when when Paige first started training, I remember she signed with UFC, got a big money deal, um, way more than I was ever paid. And uh, I remember they asked her where she was going to train. It was a big, you know, thing in the news. Where was she going to, what camp was she going to choose or where was she going to train? And uh, she said the biggest thing that was most important to her, she wanted to train with men and she wanted to be bigger and stronger than her. Um, you know, so it's always better to train with people bigger and stronger than you if possible. And, uh, which was odd when she still chose Team Alpha Male anyway. Guess, <laughs> it was odd to me when she still chose them. <laughs> Okay, lastly, I know it's uh, Dragon, uh, speaking <laughs> yeah. of Team Affamel, uh, Uri Faber and Bruce Buffer, I don't know if you guys saw this, uh, Uri Faber and Bruce Buffer announced some kind of partnership on this new MMA multimedia company, I think it's called uh, MMA Surge, you yeah. know, I think it's a great, uh, honestly, it's going to be a great partnership for both of them, uh, because uh, Faber can stand next to Buffer and pretend like he's taller than four foot ten. And uh, Buffer can stand next to Faber and pretend like he's not staring at that hairy little ass on his chin and wanting to <laughs> bury his face in. Ah. Like, uh, listen, I'm not saying Bruce Buffer's gay by any means, but let's be honest. If you kick that guy in the ass, a hundred cops <laughs> oh, So
3: <God>.
4: <laughs> <laughs> that's all I have for that. So I love <laughs> I it. I love it. Give it up for Sean McCorkle, everybody.
2: Sean McCorkle, killing Woo. it, killing the game. We're going to have you back on next week. More fucking jokes. Yeah. I love it, brother. Mm-hmm.
4: More Brendan Shaw jokes, and I'll go seven days without eating carbs this time, so hopefully I'll be leaner. Nah, man, you so,
2: fucking killed it. Well, thank you, Sean, so you much, know. brother. I'll see you next week. All right, man. All right, see you guys. <laughs> Take care.
4: <laughs> Later. Yep.
1: All
2: right, that was Sean McCorkle. <laughs> <laughs> Eve, you're yeah, a tough fucking guy.
1: He's a tough critic. He's just that. sitting with a rag like this.
2: Yeah, I was like, Eve, what's up with your resting bitch face during the jokes? There was some fucking good jokes there. <laughs> Come on, the head we joke. We have a different sense of humor. <laughs> oh come on i fucking like to eat do you like those jokes you don't like you yeah. don't enjoy lowbrow humor though
0: so <laughs> yeah no not really but um yeah no i mean yeah, that was like one or two that that like i'm not shitting on him like comedy is different for everybody so yeah. like it's just not my style of comedy so i i appreciate like shoot i've done it a few times and I know how much it takes to get up there in front of people and, and try to make them laugh, man. That shit's almost as hard as fighting.
2: I thought he had some I thought he had some great ones in there. I
0: thought you, had- man, your your crowd work is shit. You when you when you worked when you worked <laughs> work the crowd, that's <laughs> when like like I really start laughing. Oh right? thanks,
2: yeah. Oh, Way better heard- than your jokes. I, uh, sometimes, but that, I, that's a kind of a backhanded compliment, but, but, uh, but thank you. I appreciate that. It's
3: kind of a backhanded compliment.
2: No, <laughs> yeah. I, like, I'm telling tell like you. Like, like, you don't write down. Um, so, <laughs> the fucking Tyler. I like everything that you're, like, you don't write down. As long as you don't actually think it's funny, I think and You're just insulting someone? Hilarious. Yeah. No, I, I, I hear you, man. <laughs> it's you know. Uh, but I like McCorkle, man. McCorkle fucking cracks me up. He doesn't give a fuck, too, which is what I like, too. Definitely just, doesn't give I can a- dig that. He doesn't care, and there were some great jokes in there. First one was a little long, uh, but then what I, I think once he got into a rhythm, he fucking pop
1: Going in on Shab, man. Oh I he, know.
3: he's trying to trying to get back in the fight game or what? Trying to fight Shab?
1: He he hates Shab. He hates. Oh, him. Where,
3: Where's where that tell?
1: I don't know why. Uh,
2: I don't know. I think he just Shab blew him. I think when he was training Matreon, Matreon was like fighting Shab. Shab was a real dick to him, um, <laughs> and he was like Matreon's guy. And I think they just, like, uh, yeah. So, and I think he just doesn't like Shao and yada, yada. They have, like, a beef. His his meteoric rise in in comedy. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, So, all right. Well, yesterday we talked about some of the fights on May 9th on Fight Island. Uh, Gaethje versus Ferguson. Uh, Let's get your picks. Eve Edwards. I can't
0: pick against Tony Ferguson, man. Um, I wouldn't be surprised but for Gaethje to win that fight, I think he has to win by knockout early. And I know Gagey's not one of those kind of guys that fades either, but um it's he he stays pretty even. The thing about Ferguson is the deeper the bloodier, the more chaotic he gets, like the better he gets. Um you gotta you gotta put him down. You can't you can't I just don't see anybody grinding out a decision against Tony Ferguson.
2: Did you train he, Poirier he, he, for Gaethje? What's that? Did you train Poirier for Gaethje?
0: I don't remember if we trained for that one. I don't think so. I don't remember where I was when that fight was going on. Okay. Because he's um, a
1: badass.
2: And then, uh, so, I, uh, Vince?
3: I, I feel the same with Edwards. Like, it, I I don't know. I think well, Gaethje has a good Genshi. chance of knocking him out Great. early, and that's the only way okay. he, he'll win in my eyes, too.
2: Like, first round?
3: Yeah. First or second? Um, I
0: mean, first more likely if he should get it done, but
1: if he if he if he drops him once, if he drops him once, it's going to be really dangerous for Tony because he's going to get clipped. We all know, like we already know, Tony's going to get clipped. He's going to drop. He'll do some weird little back roll, scramble away to make sure he stays safe. But that can't happen twice. I think.
0: Yeah. But the thing, the thing about Tony is his cardio. Like cardio will will help hey, you recover. That's like, yeah, that's like like Frankie. You know, he's a prime example of that. Um, just having really good cardio, that you can get clipped and you can yeah. come back. Eddie, you know, you can get clipped and oh, you yeah. can come back and 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 take another one and not, you know, not not react the same way or not, you know, be damaged the same way. And I think Tony's cardio is just off the charts. Um he may get dropped, but he'll be right there.
3: Yeah, his recovery is very well be, because of that.
2: Yeah. Uh Ngannou versus Rosenstreak.
3: I'm going Engano on that one. I, I like Rosenstreak, but I just don't think he's I don't think he's ready for Engano yet.
0: I um I think I, I agree with, with with Vince and I also think that um the two fights for Francis between Stipe and then Derek Lewis, I think those two fights like came together and taught him something, and he learned because since then he's been since the um, Derek Lewis fight, he just shown that he's really started to grow. He's yeah. he's in his se- he's in his second level of growth inside the UFC, and you need a couple levels inside of, inside the UFC to grow, and um, he's within that second level right now, and. I just think he has put more tools in his toolbox, and um, yeah, he'll be, he'll be ready for Rosenstrahl. Tyler,
2: same. I uh, yeah, I think in Ganu. Uh, Pettis versus uh, Cerrone. Uh,
0: I think both of them right now. This is not the same fight that it was. What was that five six years ago?
3: No, nah, it's not.
0: I um, like I really don't know. This is a fight. That that fight, that's good for the fans. That'll be fun. It'll be fun to watch. But like, as f- both of those guys aren't aren't who they used to be, and um, I don't know. I think because of that, I think maybe Pettis. Pettis probably still has. Um, he's probably in the back of Cerrone's mind, and Cerrone probably wants that. He's going to come out there and look for it. And if he gets hurt early, or there's something that he thinks he can do, or Pettis does something to him again, I think he may. Um, not break, but I think they may may intimidate him.
1: What was it? The first was it? Was it uh, body kicks?
2: Body kick. Body one but kick. he,
1: he hit yeah. him in the liver or something a couple times, and it was just, it was just over. Yeah. Uh,
2: Carla versus Karate Hottie.
1: <sighs> karate Hottie, man. You know,
0: i I'm, I'm not. I haven't been the biggest fan of Carla Esparza, and um, I didn't like her style. She's really boring but then her last two fights she's really kind of kind of grown a little bit also but um i don't think i don't think she's going to be able to put it all together right to um to take out of the karate hardy i think um
1: i don't i just i don't see michelle giving her the distance to to go for yeah. cuz she shoots from fucking 3 feet away and tries to grab an ankle or tries to get a knee tap or something and just kind of hold you I don't think she's gonna give her the space.
2: Yeah, I think. Against (laughs) Karate Hottie.
3: Uh, honestly, I I feel like Karate Hottie has too many tools for her.
2: Oh, you went on tour with this girl, Vince?
3: Uh, I know, I know. The the troops. I like Carla. Like, yeah, but I could say this: I want Carla to win, but I think Karate Hottie has too many tools.
2: You guys ever grapple together, you and Carla?
3: You and Carla? Yeah. Yeah, but she's like, she's a girl. She's too. She's
2: You ever grab your balls and fucking? No,
3: <laughs> just for a scream. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right, all right. And then I don't even—I don't know—I don't even know who else is on the card. I know there's a couple other good fights uh, on that card. Uh, a lot of really good fights. But uh, it yeah, yeah. Again, no, they're, it saying was, they're saying Florida. Saying when,
1: Florida. When Bruce Buffer—when Bruce Buffer says it's time, and and there's somebody standing across the cage from each other, I'll believe that. that no, they're
2: saying Florida, dude. Like Florida. Okay. Come on. I got a serious question for you guys. Yes.
0: Here's you all Americans, um, if you could get rid of one state, Louisiana, and only one state, why would it be Florida?
3: <laughs> I wouldn't get rid of Florida. I, I love wouldn't get name. rid of Florida.
1: I would give it to it's a it's a toss up between Louisiana, Alabama, and Mississippi, <laughs> and uh, maybe, maybe the Panhandle. We can we can shove the Panhandle in. I don't
2: there. know. Utah, Utah is kind of weird, dude. I'm not gonna lie. Utah,
1: yeah, Utah, dude. Utah, state. I mean, for more- me,
3: it would be California, and New York, so we could wipe them and
1: start them over because they're right. getting fucked. Utah's cool, man. Utah's a cool. They're they're good people. It's it's weird, but they're not like they're not trying to fucking you know they're not racist. They're not like crazy you know conservatives. What do you
0: mean? In, okay,
1: what Utah?
0: I, I don't know I don't know Utah that well, but it's I'm Mormon just country. like how, how can yeah how can like a place where like everybody's white like they don't even know anything about anybody else
1: they're all fucking Mormons, dude. Have you ever hung yeah, out? It's with
2: It's Kind of weird that like you can marry twenty people but you can't eat sugar. I mean that's sort of fucking
1: strange. Like it is, it's insane. Can't eat sugar, can't eat sugar. It's sugar? Uh, no because it's, even
3: it's, those like Mexican cokes. and shit you get at the store. Those are a so good. Body
1: altering substance. So you can't have caffeine, sugar, booze. Nope. Oh, so
3: no food then, because food alters your body. You know that, right? If you eat fucking all kinds of food, it'll alter your no, body you, too. I,
1: like, I don't
2: know. Where, I is the, where does the like, line look,
3: get drawn here? I
2: look at people that are biggest fans of my comedy, like where I, I do well. And there's like one comedy club in Utah, and you got to be totally clean there.
3: Yeah. Like, and, really? And, yeah. No and cursing.
2: No, they want, like no nothing offensive. And I'm Adam's just never
3: gonna never um, gonna perform there. Um,
2: what kind of people are these? I, I mean, I guess, and they're happy, but it's just strange. It's just
1: strange. <laughs> So they
4: still
3: have. I guess they're happy.
1: <laughs> they they buy-
3: yeah, nothing's offend. Nothing offends them.
1: Uh, but I, yeah. I, I I did a
2: college conference one time. That's because there's lossy. You can't
3: say anything to offend them.
2: They booked me before they saw me. They saw my t- twenty minutes and then unbooked me at this college. <laughs> like like I was better off not performing. And they were like <laughs> they were like oh this is so offensive. And then they would did like forward handstands for like an hour to get high. I'm like, guys, just fucking smoke a joint or you don't have to do somersaults for six hours. There's other ways to like enjoy your life,
1: you know? Get around in a chair really fast. Yeah. There's a
3: peaceful tribe, bro. You just got to understand them, okay?
2: I don't know. Mormons, um, I mean, they, they, that, Dennis Robin was like, this is the weirdest place ever. They all booed him because he
1: was like, this is strange.
3: Oh, Dennis Robin thinks it's weird. It probably is weird. <laughs> yeah, Dennis
1: Rodman says... I'm not, that, saying, <laughs> I'm not saying it's not weird. It's definitely weird, but like the like the people themselves are just like, super nice like yeah they're nice they have,
2: there's
1: like there's american
3: like, canadians is that what you're trying to say
1: like Ameri- it's like yeah there's
0: like two people in utah that that i cut i would cut for and that's jeremy horn and sean o'connell there you go
2: <laughs> yeah that's true
0: everybody else i have no idea and i, I don't like yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't know
2: well, now that we've offended utah on this podcast uh, i'm just saying if, what, kind of, what kind of fucking question is that talk about a question if you get rid of one state what would it be how are you not gonna and what, why would it be florida why would it pick... Yeah, no, why Florida? Like-
3: Florida's actually not that bad. No, <laughs> Florida
2: <I'm-
0: laughs> is... Florida is the... I mean, Florida is the place where dude's like... Where was that dude was eating somebody's face? Yeah, it is. That's all thing, yeah.
1: You, you
2: look at, like, stuff that happened in Florida. You got George Zimmerman, right? George that Zimmerman. And he got off. Then you have O.J. Simpson chose to move there, okay? Uh, and then you have the, the face eater. Then you have... There's, like, houses that just go underneath the ground, like... Uh, like swamp holes, and, and you got
0: tons, like, you got tons of anacondas and, and snakes that don't even belong in Florida, living in in the swamps.
2: Hundred Hector Lombard alligators, you got Hector
0: Lombard. And the Hector <laughs> Lombard's there.
2: Uh, yeah, it is a it is a little bit a little a little strange. There is some weird shit going on in Florida. Like the fucking the face eater was there, right? And then you had that that like boy Ben. They all started in Florida.
0: You and can Google, the- you can Google Florida news every single day for every single day of the year. There has been so, like, I forget, there's a website that you can Google, like, like this date in yeah. Florida, right? Yeah, but and there's
3: some crazy
1: stuff. Imagine, imagine all the stuff we'd be seeing from Alabama if, if they could, uh, if they need- have the internet in
3: Alabama. Sure. Did you guys ever used to listen to Mark and Brian?
1: No, what? they
3: actually, they actually, I think it was Mark and Brian. They used to have a, a thing called a uh, real or fake headlines and they would always, they'd go to that website and read off, uh, Florida headlines. And they would just like two of the most ridiculous ones. Right. And then they'll grab a fake one. And it's like, guess which one's fake. And you can never guess. Cause it's just like, so such wild shit that happens <laughs> out there. No,
2: Then you got the fat guy who was molesting the boy bands. Remember that? That was out of Orlando with that fat guy that was
3: like the boy bands. Maybe they wanted like, it.
2: Yeah. Like in sync and it, the fat guy that was like signing them all and then like touching them. Yeah, oh. it, it is. It, oh they he signs
3: P- them and like gropes their face as they yeah. walk away. <laughs> you know,
2: like, they're like, tell me why. They're making songs about it. And then <clears> you <throat> had Lacey Peterson, right? Yeah. Like, oh. you know, she drowned yep. her kid in Florida.
3: I'm uh, going to that to so, the next person to ask for my autograph. I'm no? going to sign it and I'm just going to grope She's their innocent, face. Dude. And just walk away like a creep. About?
2: What? She's, She's innocent. They didn't find it. They Not they
1: Lacey,
2: find it. Lacey Peterson, uh, the, 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 the kind of hot Lacey girl. The
1: Scott Peterson. Yeah, no, the hot girl that drowned her kid. I know who you're talking about. Whoa.
3: That one? Was it Peter? What's
1: no, it was... It was the, Lacey
2: not, something.
3: It
1: was the Scott Scott
2: Peterson. No, Remember Scott that? Peterson was the one who got missing from, a, yeah. like, my desk.
0: No, Lacey was her last name.
2: Yeah. Something if, Lacey. The kid was... Uh... The
3: hot, you know, she's kind of hot. She Her Didn't she get away with it, though, or something? Yeah, she went to, like, a
2: club that Casey night. Anthony. Casey, Casey Anthony. Casey Anthony. Casey Anthony. That's what it was. Yeah, Casey Anthony. That's Florida. Yeah, she, um. You have the Black Zillions. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, it's it's crazy. Florida is
1: nuts. Florida is a crazy place. But if we're getting rid of a state, Alabama, Louisiana, or uh No,
2: Alabama. Louisiana.
3: You can't get rid of Louisiana. The food is good. Daniel Cormier. It's good. Louisiana isn't a bad state. That's our
0: sole state. Yeah. And uh, you can't you can't say Daniel Cormier, Louisiana. You gotta say Dustin Poirier.
1: Dustin Poirier. Yeah, Daniel Cormier,
0: San Jose, California. Come on. the
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. no, last no. time Cormier had been in Louisiana.
1: Uh no, he just did that show where he went back to his house. Where he no, goes. he was he was one of the floats in the
2: parade. He's one of the floats. <laughs> 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 anyway, listen, this is the I still time.
3: love that. Chicken and fucking that chicken video that he has chicken yeah, and cake.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, that was, d- dude. I, did you I, write I, that, Adam? Yeah, yeah, I wrote that. I wrote the. The what
3: was it? Dan Henderson, Dan Henderson one. The My pillow.
2: I had, yeah, the my pillow.
1: Dan Henderson. The
3: old pal was good too. The My pillow one was pretty good with I Henderson. Don't he was he,
1: was he, was so perfect. <laughs> his delivery in that is so perfect.
3: I know he's just so bland. It's so perfect.
1: And then I wrote the Uriah Faber one where
2: he goes, I got a butt chin, my chin can twerk, and his fucking chin starts twerk. Instead of I'm the star boy.
3: Oh, my uh, God.
2: And then I wrote the, uh, Rashad Evans. Uh, that's my, like, 90s R&B where he's like, baby, we were fighting. I get so excited. Like, it was a whole, like.
3: Oh, yeah, dude, I forgot about his.
2: It was, like, six of them. I wrote the Mark Munoz. Uh, um, I'm a Filipino wrecking ball. <laughs> And then, uh, the history of Fedor's sweater. Uh, I wrote that one for Bellator. And then, uh, yeah, I wrote, I wrote Dominic Cruz and Phil Davis as pawn stars, MMA pawn stars. People trying to pawn. No, no, uh, yeah, they, they were, they were like, um, not pawn stars. The, I wrote the Randy Gator pawn star one with Joey Varner. but the one where people were like, uh, something storage wars, MMA storage wars.
3: Oh, yeah, my God, storage yeah. wars
2: with, with, uh, Cormier. Yeah, I know. I want to post them. They don't let me post them. Like, Who doesn't? The the thing they won't let me post them. I, I, I could post a link to the YouTube, but I can't like take the video and just put it in like my Instagram or Twitter. Really? And, yeah, and that's the, what people like.
1: It's that's so. I don't know. Right? It's just. If uh. You're Jewish. You're supposed to be able to write good contracts for yourself, dude. Come on. Yeah, yeah, good luck with that.
3: There's a there's but, a way around it you, if you like credit them or do something. Oh, I try. They're like I, I go, it. Can
1: I please credit
2: you guys? Okay, and so. just post a link and put and embed the video. I'll even put like I'll I'll make a postmark. I'll I'll I'll, I'll like watermark it. And they're like uh, well, good. Yeah, I'm like, all right, whatever.
3: That's probably uh, just them being assholes and seeing like bang that eh, fucked up.
2: But whatever, it's all good. I mean, it is what it is. I wrote the uh, Randy Couture. Me and Joey Barnard wrote Dear Vandy. The Vandalet Silva said so Dear Abby. where like you go to him for like advice. <laughs> and uh, and then Randy Couture divorce attorney. I helped write that one when he got
3: oh like, my god nine times.
2: Yeah. Then I actually wrote one for Stefan Bonner that never aired. It was Stefan Bonner going um as Justin Bieber. Is it too late now to say sorry? I know what I put in my body. And he's dancing around like Justin Bieber doing steroids and like apologizing <laughs> about it. But that was that, that was too controversial.
4: No. <laughs> oh, my God. He's a like, fucking yeah. guy.
2: Uh, but really? You guys have been awesome. Oh. Uh, thank you. Vince, did you have a good time?
3: I did. I always have a good time. I always have a good time.
2: It's good seeing you, man. Uh, it's
0: good to see you
3: too. It's good to see you too, Eves. You too, man. We got training see, bud. Yeah, we do. I hope you're staying safe, man.
0: I'm trying. I ain't making no promises.
1: <laughs> I got yeah, a mat in the garage.
3: You do? I know. I'm kind of like Sean though. Like if I need groceries, I go to the grocery store. Big enough
1: for one sprawl. Yeah, yeah.
3: I just go home. I just go do my shit and come oh, back yeah, home. Go to
1: the grocery store
3: right I'm a homebody anyway. They make me wear a mask now in physical therapy. I'm still doing physical therapy for my hip cause my kickboxing gym's not open. So I'm just, um, I'm only able to grapple. And hit my bag at my house and do my shit at home. And
1: then, where are you feeling? Is it is it in like the back or the front of your of your hip?
3: It was it was the joint. It was my labrum in the actual, my hip.
1: The actual hip joint.
3: <clears throat> yeah. So it was it was the labrum on my pelvis side. So it was like the it was the cup. The cup. So labrum. was it?
1: Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Was it like affecting everything or just certain techniques? It was it was affecting everything with that leg. And I think it honestly what well, kinda contributed to my back problem that I had when I fought Gregor. So when before I fought Gregor I I kinda hurt my back but then it was fine and then I hurt it in his camp but it wasn't too bad and then I fought and then it, it after the fight it was bad. I remember so we trained
0: during that camp.
3: Yeah, you remember that when my back was fucked up? Yeah. So I think it was actually my hip and then it was kinda contributing to that because all of a sudden my back wasn't hurting anymore and then I fought I fought Roosevelt, I was good, and then it and then it kinda it was fine and then in my camp it's it. it my back wasn't bothering me, but all of a sudden my hip just fucking gave out, and then it was like all this pain came back, yeah. like from my back and my hip and everything. So I was like, "Fuck, that's probably what it was." But the way I injured myself was I was arm dragging, and like when I arm drag, I fully commit, right? So like I'll kick their knee or their or their ankle. I'll I'll either kick low on their ankle or their knee to get them to trip over it, right? Right. But when I did it, uh, I did it to a big dude, and he fucking like some dude that was like too fleshed and been growing with him. Honestly, I was in training camp, but. I arm dragged when he fucking landed on me and when he landed on me, I was kinda like sitting halfway up on my on my left hip and he just put all yeah. that weight on my hip and like I felt like my hip fucking come out for like come out and then like suck back in. I was like, Oh fuck. And then like it just hurt like it just hurt for like a couple weeks after that and I was like fuck I got right and I was like, Yeah, your shit's fucked up.
4: And I had a whole lot of that
3: fight.
2: I gotta hand a diaper. I love you guys so much. Uh stay safe and we'll just do this again next week. Yes, sir. Yeah. Take care. No, guys. Trap Bye late. Traps. It's trap to